Welcome to the Healing Sanctuary. This is a podcast dedicated to self-healing, personal growth, spirituality, and everything in between. Each week I share a new meditation, visualization, or soulful discussion. I'm your host, Melissa Field, and I'm so grateful you're here. This week I'm talking about my top three tips for navigating anxiety. These are three things that I learned based on personal experience after pretty much a lifetime of dealing with anxiety. The first time I remember having a panic attack, I was 12 and in the sixth grade. The teacher started to banter and joke with one of the students in class. I was just sitting there and without any idea why, I felt a sudden wave of terror come over me. My entire body went cold and I was almost shaking with fear that something really terrible was about to happen to me. In terms of flight, fight, or freeze, I was completely frozen, almost paralyzed with fear, just sitting there like eyes wide open, almost shaking with the fear that I was about to get annihilated. Of course, nothing scary was happening. I wasn't in any danger. The teacher wasn't even mad or upset with anyone in the class. He was joking with a student, but it triggered something unhealed within me that sent me spiraling into a state of irrational terror. When I look back on it, sixth grade was when I became acutely aware of chronic feelings of being unsafe, uncomfortable, and distressed. I had no language then for what I was experiencing. I also had no idea that because this was happening at such a young age that fear, anxiety, and panic would become entwined into my sense of self, and it became so integrated into me that I thought this was normal. I thought everyone was walking around with this same dread and fear and constantly on the edge of going into a state of panic. As I became an adult, this fear and anxiety became unbearable. It started to derail my life and make me want to shut down and just spend the rest of my life in a dark room with the blinds drawn. This all came to a head one year during the holidays when I was about 35. I was about to visit my friend in another city and go to his annual Christmas party. It's a really fun event where he coordinates a sock exchange and everyone brings socks and we play games. And it's all lighthearted and fun. But just like in sixth grade, even though nothing scary was happening, I began to feel terror. As I was getting ready to go, my panic became so severe, I felt like I was leaving my body. I'd never felt anything like this before, and it really scared me, which said a lot considering I'd been having panic attacks and these kinds of feelings since I was 12. The drive out to my friend's place was almost two hours, and so on the way out, I had a lot of time to think. I just kept having this repeating thought, and it was almost like it was shouting in my own head, repeating, I can't live like this any longer. Something inside of me had awakened, and a fire was lit within me. I was determined to reclaim my own life and stop living in constant fear and dread. That night was just over five years ago, and it really was a turning point for me. To start reclaiming my life from anxiety, my first step was to start telling people what I was experiencing. 
I didn't realize until then how much I just powered through and pretended like everything was fine when I felt like I was dying inside. By telling people, I felt myself reclaim a huge amount of power and no longer felt like I was putting effort into hiding who I really was, but instead putting effort into support, connection, and self-acceptance. As the years went on, I began realizing that some things were more effective for helping me to navigate this anxiety than others. When I'm deep in the feelings of anxiety, it doesn't help me to slow down my breathing. I don't feel less anxious by counting or touching something solid or feeling grounded. I've tried so many different tips and tricks, and and so what I'm going to share are the three ones that actually have helped me to tone down the intensity of the anxiety. What I've found for myself personally, when I'm feeling anxious or even panic, I'm not going to get back to the zero point of total calm, centered, but what I can do is tone down the intensity or the volume so that I can continue to do whatever it was I was trying to do, socializing, presenting something, trying something new. For me, the goal of managing anxiety is to turn it down so that it's not derailing my life not to stop it completely, because that can feel like I'm aiming for an impossible goal and actually make me more anxious because I can't actually get there. So that's what I want to recommend to you, is look at anxiety as something you can manage, but not something you have to turn off completely, because that can feel like you're asking yourself to be perfect when in fact the goal isn't perfection, The goal is to reclaim your happiness and your ability to thrive in life. And to thrive, the anxiety doesn't have to get down to a zero. It just has to get turned down so that it's not the dominant feeling inside of you, controlling and navigating everything. So let's talk about what did work for me. These are the things I found to be beneficial, and I really hope they help you But if not, think of them as something that might inspire you to find your own answer. I found these through trial and error, and you're going to find yours. You're going to find what works for you. And I know this because as somebody who went from feeling anxiety and panic as almost an integral part of myself to feeling myself come back to um, a steadier place, I know that anxiety can be managed and turned down. I know that you are a whole person with a whole self that exists beyond your anxiety. You are not defined by your anxiety. You are so much more. And you're going to find that place for yourself also. Tip number one, give yourself permission to feel what you're feeling. When anxiety comes over us, we can have a knee-jerk reaction to wanting to make it stop immediately and at all costs. Nothing feels more important than getting this feeling to go away. We don't want people to see us feeling scared or uncertain. We don't want to be interacting with people from this place of survival and fear. We want the anxiety to stop. And if you're like me, you'll almost go into an attack mode to the part of you that's feeling nervous, unsafe, or unworthy. When the anxiety comes over me, there's an instant reaction to it where I tell myself to relax, calm down, and I'm just pushing back on it so hard, trying to almost smother it by telling it to relax. But this does nothing. 
If anything, it makes me feel worse because all of my energy starts to focus in on how nervous I am, and it feels like I'm feeding the anxiety by telling it to relax. It also starts to feel like I'm fighting with myself, and I start to feel agitated and like a battle is raging within me. The anxiety is at war with the part of me that wants to be calm, and neither side is giving in. When I feel myself going into this inner battle mode, I first become aware of what I'm doing. I stop telling myself to relax and calm down, and I give myself full permission to be nervous. This is huge because more than anything, it gives me what I am often craving, which is feelings of acceptance and security. I'm giving myself what I want from outside of me, from an internal place. I give myself acceptance and security. So I tell myself, it's okay to be nervous. Everybody gets nervous. It doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. It just means you feel uncomfortable and you're trying to protect yourself. And then I repeat that several times. It's okay to be nervous. Everybody gets nervous. It doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. It's okay to be nervous. And once again, this gives me feelings of acceptance and security. I am safe within my own being. I accept myself. This usually tones down the intensity, and then I no longer feel like I'm in a battle with myself, but now I'm giving myself love and working with myself. I introduce self-cooperation into the process, and when you're working with yourself rather than against yourself, things really start to flow better. So once again, tip number one, Give yourself permission to feel what you're feeling. Tell yourself, it's okay to be nervous. Everybody gets nervous. It doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. It's okay to be nervous. And honestly, if you do what I did when I said I first began managing anxiety, which was to tell people how I'm feeling, you will come to find that everybody does at some point feel anxiety some more than others, but everybody has felt this, and it's 100% true that everybody gets nervous. So this statement gives you self-acceptance and also helps you to feel that you are not alone in your feelings. And I'm going to add in a bonus tip to this, which builds on what I said earlier, and that's to tell a trusted and safe person that you're feeling anxious. Whenever I tell someone how I'm feeling in the moment, I feel an immediate reversal in my sense of personal power. I no longer feel like I'm being drained and have all these leaks I need to plug because my energy is just pouring out of me, but instead my energy goes into a normal flow again. I feel my energy coming back to me. I also find when I say how I'm feeling, the other person usually relates and it gives them permission to be their own self as well. Nobody feels 100% confident all the time, and when somebody says, I'm on shaky ground, it gives the other person space to know that we all have moments where we struggle with our sense of self and feeling secure and safe. But again, make sure you tell someone you trust, and not someone who's going to negate or diminish your feelings.
Tip number two, remind yourself that this feeling is only temporary. This is the tip I find the most relief from. It doesn't make the anxiety go away completely, which as I talked about earlier is never really the goal, but it provides so much relief that it no longer feels like I'm slamming on a gas pedal and and speeding towards a brick wall at 90 miles per hour. It slows my inner vehicle way down and I can regain some control, notice where I am, and start to choose from this place of what actions do I want to take next. When you feel anxiety rushing over you, start reminding yourself that this is a temporary feeling. You know it's temporary because you felt it before and it never lasted forever. It's literally impossible for your body to be in this heightened state 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. It cannot be done. So even if you do nothing, the anxiety will go away. It has no choice. And again, you know this because there is always a break in the anxiety. There is always a moment of relief, even if it's you going to bed and falling asleep. When I remind myself the feeling is temporary, I stop trying to control the anxiety. I stop feeding it and wrestling with it, and I just kind of put my hands up and say, okay, you're here. Whether I do everything or nothing, I know you're going to leave and you're going to leave on your own time. And that just really tones down the intensity of what I'm feeling. This will go away. And that's all I want ultimately is for it to go away. So knowing it will go away is a huge relief. When we're in the thick of anxiety, it can feel like it's going to go on forever. And being worried about our worry can actually be the thing that locks it into place. So when you stop worrying that you'll be anxious forever and ever, you may also find the intensity to drop on its own. This may take a little practice to start reacting in this way, because our reactions to anxiety get memorized and become automatic. So when the anxiety comes up, the automatic reaction can be to start trying to control it, to stop it, to wrestle it into submission, and stepping back and saying, you're temporary, and no matter what, you're going to go away, can take some time, but it can become your automatic reaction, and it can be so helpful. So if you need to, write down these tips on a note card or in your phone, put them somewhere that you'll easily have, have access to them, and when you feel anxiety come on, excuse yourself to the bathroom or a quiet place, read your notes, and just give yourself permission to be human and to be nervous and to know there's nothing wrong with you for having these intense feelings. They're very common. So tip number two, remind yourself that this feeling is only temporary. Tip number three, understand that anxiety is simply neurons in your brain firing in a specific way. Anxiety is not saying anything about who you are or who you're destined to be. And as I said, as somebody 
who started being anxious before I can even remember a time before being anxious, I've come to learn that anxiety did not define me. It was just a program running on repeat in my brain. During my quest to be less anxious, I began learning about how my brain works. I started learning about neurons and neural clusters and chemicals and hormones and all this fascinating stuff that explains so much about my reactions and my fear-based perceptions of the world. I was amazed to learn that I didn't experience anxiety because I was weak or hopeless or born this way, but because I had a program running in my neurons based on information I received as a child that told me to react this way. I got programmed with this fear response largely through these childhood experiences, and what I had to learn was that I didn't want a computer that had been programmed by a child, even one I loved so much, I give my childhood self so much love, but she didn't understand how to program the computer that is me. And so I really just give her a break and say, now I'm going to write a new program. So when you have a repeated thought or experience, it bonds neurons together into a cluster, which looks something like the roots of a tree. When I'm getting anxious, I picture these roots or this cluster in my brain and I start telling myself, this is a neuron cluster in my brain running a program. And then again, I'll see it, I'll visualize this cluster, and somehow thinking this and visualizing it turns the intensity way down. It's kind of like when you're a kid and you think there's something under the bed, and the best way to stop being afraid is to look under the bed and realize there's nothing there. When you visualize and shine your own inner spotlight onto what's actually happening, the fear just goes way, way down. I then tell myself, this program is running because I don't have a different program in place. All I need is to get different neurons to fire together to create a new program and I will have new experiences. And then I keep repeating that to myself so that I know I am not stuck like this. This isn't a fixed part of me that I just have to deal with. Because neurons are changeable, they're malleable. We call the brain's ability to change and rewrite itself neuroplasticity. When I'm having anxiety, it's the neurons doing what I program to, what I program them to do, and I program them as a scared child who didn't understand her value or her worth or her own power. When you're having anxiety, you're running a program that came from a place of false information and not from the truth of who you are. Now that I have new information and a new awareness of myself in the world, I get to start running programs based on what I want and what I know to be true. I have value. I am worthy. I am strong. I am capable. The reason I love this last tip is because it's pure mechanics. It's very dry and factual. It's just the science of my brain. And my brain has no choice but to get out of its overly reactive emotional state and look at the facts. And the facts are, this isn't who I am. This is just a story running because neurons are firing together based on old and faulty information. And that's all anxiety is. That's tip number three 
Understand that anxiety is simply neurons in your brain firing in a specific way and tell yourself this and try to see it and look at what's actually happening inside of you from a place of fact and not perception. Perspective and perception are very powerful and they can feel like they're telling us the truth. But unless what you're feeling feels good, it's not the truth of who you are. So how do you get your neurons to fire together in ways that are beneficial and empowering? This is another bonus tip. And the best way I know how to program your mind is through visualization. Visualization is different than meditation. And I did my previous discussion on what the difference is. This discussion is episode 83, and it talks fully about the difference between meditation and visualization and why both are important and why we want to understand visualization better. This episode is full of great information that will help to illuminate why meditation isn't enough to change anxiety and why you really need both meditation and visualization. You can even just try it out right now. Visualize yourself confident and walking into a room or a a get-together, knowing your value, knowing your worth, knowing you are fun and intelligent and you have valuable things to say. When you visualize that in your mind, you feel something changing within you. And, And I get way more into this in my other episode What I love about visualization is it changes the story before I even step into a space. So for me, social anxiety was a huge issue. When I began visualizing, I began telling myself a different story, not from a place of trying to course correct, but from a place of being proactive rather than reactive. Changing my thought patterns when I'm at home in a safe place doesn't just benefit me, it also feels good. It feels good when I'm visualizing, whereas trying to change anxiety when it's happening really doesn't feel good. Trying to change anxiety and your reactions when you're experiencing anxiety is a much different process. It's you trying to tone down the program that's already there, whereas visualizing is being in a safe place that allows you to implant and start running a new program. They're very different things that you're doing. So the tips that I've given so far are about managing anxiety when it's happening and helping you to tone down the intensity, whereas visualization is coming from a different place and it has a different purpose. If you want to learn more about this along with my previous episode, I highly encourage you to check out my latest package, Heal your life with meditation and visualization. It's going to go deep into visualization, how it works, and everything you need to know about it. It also includes a powerful five-minute visualization that will uplift and empower you. I'm currently offering it for only $5, but this is a limited-time offer. You might also be interested in my package, Empowering Visualizations, which includes 15 visualizations to rewire your brain for confidence, self-love, healthy relationships, and more. It's a life-changing package, and you won't find anything like it anywhere else. 
I've got links to both of these things in my episode notes, or go to melissa-field.com, M-E-L-I-S-S-A-F-I-E-L-D.com. If you're interested in a written copy of these tips, I've put the majority of this episode into a blog post on my website. You can use this for reference or to share these with someone who doesn't listen to podcasts or can't listen. Just go to my website and go to my recent blog post and you'll find these tips there or go to the link in my episode notes to find these for yourself or to share with someone else. This brings me to the end of my discussion on anxiety and how I navigate it and manage it myself based on years of experience. I really wanted to share these tips with you because they are coming from a place of knowing how debilitating anxiety can be and wanting to help you take your personal power back also. Anxiety is not something that you have to erase completely from your life. It's just something you have to turn the intensity down on. You absolutely can have anxiety and live a healthy and happy life. I have anxiety and I just take it day by day and continue to remind myself there's nothing wrong with me. My brain was just programmed a certain way and now I'm in the process of inserting a new program. I sincerely hope these tips have helped you and if you need to, play this again and write those tips down on a 3x5 card on your phone or on a note card and carry them around with you. Once again, those tips were, number one, give yourself permission to feel what you're feeling. Number two, remind yourself that this feeling is only temporary. Number three, understand that anxiety is simply neurons in your brain firing in a specific way. And the bonus tips were, when you're feeling anxiety, tell a trusted friend, even if it's somebody who's not there, text a friend and let them know what you're feeling and take back some of your power over it. And the other bonus tip was to start being proactive and visualizing and running a new program before you even get into a space of feeling unsafe or uncomfortable. Thank you so much for joining me for this discussion. It's something that's very personal to me and something I'm still working on myself. If you know someone who would benefit from this discussion, please share it. And if you don't mind, if you could leave a rating, that would help others who need this information to find this podcast. Your support is deeply appreciated. This is The Healing Sanctuary, and I'm your host, Melissa Field. I'll be back soon with another meditation or visualization, and I hope you'll join me for that. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at meditate underscore with underscore Melissa. And once again, my website is melissa-field.com.